Hi, in this video I'm going to show you how to print out Hello World in machine language on the Commodore 128. He gets not enough screen time as far as I'm concerned and most of the machine language tutorials are usually geared for the Commodore 64 with Supermon or something else but uh, I haven't seen much of material that addresses how to do machine language on the Commodore 128 with a built-in machine language monitor. And to do that, I'm going to use my real-life Commodore 128. So no emulator today. This is going to be, um, here it is. This is my actual 128, flat version, doorstopper version. <laughs> Excuse the picture quality. And the keyboard sounds, of course. So um, Hello World is, is one of those applications uh, with every type of programming language that is available and, and we're going to make that happen right here. Um, so one of the key ingredients is actually going to start in, well I can, uh, let me let me show you this in the monitor. Uh, there is a way to display just the contents of the memory in a monitor and that you get that by typing M and then perhaps uh, OC or O. If we do that then we see this is what's currently in memory which is kind of you know not a lot more or less nothing. This is what happens when the Commodore 128 gets switched on this is what the memory looks like. This is not what the emulator memory looks like by the way it usually has just a bunch of zeros in there. And you'd imagine I could go ahead and type some ASCII characters in here, but that sadly isn't going to work. So if I wanted to do that, I have to look up in a table what the ASCII value of my characters is and then hack in the ASCII code here in, in these cells in memory. So uh, I believe, is it 4C? Is, I believe that's the L. Yes, it is. So if I knew all the other characters, I would just you know type them in, but I don't. So I can employ a little basic routine to make that happen. So in essence, we're going to start by typing the letter A in the monitor, followed by the address that we'd like to assemble the machine language code at. So in my case, it's OBOO. And then we're going to just start giving it the first command. So in my case, that'll be load the X register with a value of zero. And then you can see that the machine language monitor here transfers this mnemonic into the opcode and the operand here. That's very important. So this is the actual machine code in hex. Hex isn't even what the computer understands. He only understands binary. So he would see something very different than what we see. Hex is literally just for our benefit here. And so this is the mnemonic. This is the operand in kind of a human readable format. And this is what it is being translated into as in assembled into. So uh, let's just finish off this code and then we're going to hack the characters into the um, into the cells as they need to be. So we're going to start by loading the X register with zero. Then we're going to uh, pick the first character, which is going to be in here at a later stage. Once we're once we're once we're doing that, that would be uh, OCOO. In, in our case, load the accumulator with whatever's in OCOO plus whatever is in the X register. So this type of addressing means that uh, don't look in this memory cell, it means look in this memory cell plus this value. So the first time X is going to be zero, so it'll be OCOO. The next time we're going to increment X, then it's going to be one, so then he's going to have a look in OCO1, then in OCO2 and so forth until we're done with all the characters. 
So now that we have grabbed the character from this location here, we're going to go and print it out and we're going to use uh, machine language for a kernel routine for that, which is the character out routine, which is at FFD2. So we're going to jump there. Uh, that's going to print it out for us and we're going to come back here. We're going to increment the X value. Then we're going to compare the X value to however many letters we need. So that's uh, hello space world exclamation mark. And then we probably want a character return at the beginning and at the end. So let's say, let's, let's call it 15 characters. So uh, 15 in hex is OE, so hash OE. And if that is not the case, branch if not equal, we're going to go back to this area here, OBO2. And then keep repeating it until we're done, at which, in which case we're going to go and return to basic. Okay, see if that makes sense here. Load the X register, load the accumulator with whatever is in here, plus X register, print out the character, increment the X register, compare to however many characters we've printed out, branch back to here if it's not that value, and if it is, we're just going to carry on and we go back to basic. Great. Speaking of basic, let's go there and let's write a little basic program that will hack those characters here into the memory for us because we could just poke those values and that is much easier than hacking them in manually. So uh, let's do that. Let's just start in line 40 with a string which will be a string and that'll be hello world exclamation mark plus chr whoops plus chr string the character string 13 which is the character return so in line 50 we're going to set up for loop so for i equals 1 to the length of a string and then in line 60 uh, comes kind of the magic well part of the magic first we're going to iterate through this whole string and grab out each single character here so we're going to call that b string B string equals mid string of a string comma i comma one and that'll iterate through that whole string character by character and now that we have that character we can poke it into memory at that location and because I'm only human and I can't really translate hex figures into decimal figures very well I can ask my trusty old Commodore 128 to do that for me on the fly so here we can say poke the decimal value of any hex value that I give it, in my case it's OCOO, plus I, comma, whatever ASCII value B string has. So this is a bit of a complex line. So poke means put take a memory address and put a value into it. So the, the memory address here is whatever decimal value OCOO is plus I. So it'll actually not start at OCOO, it'll start at OCO1, but that's cool. We're going to fix that inside the monitor. And into this, we're going to put the ASCII value of the single character that we grabbed from this string. So the first time it'll be the ASCII character for H, second will be the ASCII character for E, and so forth until we reach CHR string 13 here. In line 80, we're just going to go and hit next. And that's really all we need to do once we've run this. It only takes a second if we go back to the monitor 
and have a look at the memory at OCOO, then we'll see, we can see hello world. We can also see the first L that I put in there and I'm going to have to fix that. So the hex character for the character return is this, which is OD. And I would just like for it to be, to, to print a space like an empty line, then hello world, another empty line. That's what I'm, that's what I would like to do. So I'll put OD in here as well, hit return, and then we'll see the L disappears. And we already have one um, character return here. And I think I'm, I'm also going to add another one uh, just here so that we have a couple of those. Great, now that that string is in memory, we can call our program. And calling the program on a Commodore 128 is a little bit uh, difficult. So I could, if I call it from basic, I can just go X, go back to basic. I could first of all have a look at what the address is uh, of my program. So I can say print, whoops, sorry, uh, print uh, the decimal value of whatever OBOO was. And that's 2816. So the natural inclination would be to type, hey, sys 2816. Uh, but if I do that, the computer would crash. And that's because of the 128 kilobytes of memory in the 128. We have several banks to choose from. And they're not so much banks as in portions of memory that we have a look at. They're more like memory configurations. So uh, the bank zero and bank one, they don't show us the kernel routines. And we need the kernel routine because we use the character printing routine there. So we can't jump to those routines if we're using bank zero or bank one. And by default, if you switch on the Commodore 128, it'll, be def it'll default to bank zero. That is basically what this fifth digit means here. So below, I think about uh, hex 4000, everything is the same, but above that means we don't see the kernel and the kernel is at the very, in the, in the, last, in the last page of memory. So before we call that, we're just gonna have to employ bank 15 to be on the safe side. Bank 14 is gonna work as well. Bank 16 is gonna be an illegal quantity error, I believe. Is that so? Oops, well, bank 16 does not exist yet. We only have bank 0 to 15. So in bank 15, once we have, my goodness, bank 15, we can type sys2816 and we should see. While it does write hello world, I'm not sure what else is happening here. Can I stop this? <laughs> oh my god. That's uh, unfortunate. I'm not quite sure what happened there. But it's certainly fun, isn't it? There, there was an RTS thing. You've seen me type it in. I don't know what's wrong with it. Let's see if after a reset, this thing is still in memory. I mean, that's the good thing about a reset button. Let's have a look. So uh, D for disassemble, O-B-O-O. And let's have a look what's in here. Sadly, nothing anymore. What a shame. Let's have a look in memory if my values are still in here. Hello world is still in here. Okay, cool. So that's that's good news. That is very good news. Let us just quickly uh, try that program again, shall we? So assemble at O-B-O-O and try loading the X register with a value of zero again. Um, followed by that, we want to have we want to load the accumulator with whatever is in OCOO as well as the X register, like this. Then we would like to print that ASCII character out by going JSRFFD2. Then we increment X 
then we're going to have a look at compare CPX, compare the X register with uh, how many values I said uh, OE, didn't I? Yeah, okay, OE, let's do that. Branch, if that's not equal, back to OBO2, and other than that, RT freaking S, there we go. That should bring us back to basic. Now I should also be able to run this from the machine language monitor with one simple command, which is the G command. So G, but rather than saying OBOO, I have to specify the bank with the fifth digit at the beginning. And in our case, that will be, uh, let's, let's use um, F in this case, F OBOO. So bank F in hex is the 16th bank is actually bank 15 in basic. Don't ask, it's one of those things. And uh, that will say hello world, that's great, followed by a syntax error because it basically tries to execute hello world and then goes back to basic and says, hey, that's a syntax error. So if we try this again from basic bank 15 and then we go sys2816, we go hello world and we go back to basic. Whew. That was slightly hairy there for a second but um, hey these things happen and these things always happen i'm glad that the string was still in the computer of course the rest of the program is no longer there um, we can also make it happen that hello world appears in a box and for that we'd have to rewrite the basic program and just basically poke all the little box characters into memory and uh, then all we need to do in the monitor is I'm typing MO shift N by the way. You can also type out monitor, so that's a monitor. If I could type monitor, that will also work. But the abbreviation for that is MO shift N. That'll do the same job. Uh, we would. Um, why don't we? Why don't we? Oh yes, yeah. That, that's what I was going to say. Uh, o B O O. Uh, the value that we need to change here is this one. Compare this value. Uh, not to OE, but to however many characters the box amounts to. So we can print out as many characters as fit in here. Well, a maximum of 255, I guess, um, unless we want to we want to be creative and use two bytes for the counter. In fact, why don't we do that? Why don't we print "Hello World" in a box? Let's see if we can do that in the next five minutes. So let's let's go back to Basic and uh, start a new Basic program, and we'll we'll do this time. We'll do a one string equals, uh, I need to have a look at these graphic characters here. So the Commodore and the A key is the beginning of the box, followed by uh, Shift C, that's the, the top dash here. So hello space world exclamation mark, followed by the, this, this, you know, this, the end of the box plus chr string 13 so that we then go back into a new line then in line 20 i'm going to say a2 string uh, equals uh, well the big this is the beginning of the box which is on the minus sign i believe yes it's a shift and the minus sign and then we'll say hello world exclamation mark and we'll uh, do that shift minus sign again plus chr string 13 of course and then in line 30, I'm just going to overtype this line and make it a three uh, string. And that'll be the bottom of the box, which is Commodore and Z at the beginning. Then the middle characters are the same. At the end is Commodore, it's the Commodore and the X key. 
plus chr string 30. In line 40, I'm going to add all these together. So I'm just going to stick with a string. A string equals a1 string plus a2 string plus a3 string. Um, that's it. Perfect. Is that cool? Yes. So that's the that's the little box that Hello World is going to appear in. So in line 50, we're going to set up that for loop again for i equals 1 to the length of my fully assembled a string which includes the carriage returns which is kind of cool in line 60 we're going to extract b string again so that's that single character that's going to iterate through this really long string that we have here now so b string equals mid string of a string comma i comma one and in line 70, we're going to do that complicated line again where we're going to poke the value, the decimal value of whatever OCOO is, which I still don't know, which is kind of cool, plus I, comma, the ASCII value of whatever B string is. There. In line 80, we go for next and we run this and it'll take just a little bit longer than the first time because we have a lot of uh, characters to assemble and to extract and to poke into memory and while I'm here just so for my personal um, what you call it a uh, peace of mind a oh, peace of mind is a, is a wrong word here but how long how many characters do we need so let's have a look at the length of a string it's 45 in decimal Let's remember that and let's go into the monitor and have the monitor convert 45 decimal into hex for us because that's what we need to tell our counter. Uh, we do that by hitting the plus sign, whoops, the plus sign and typing 45. So this will tell us that 45 decimal is 002D in hex or 55 in octal and it's also 101001 in binary this is what the computer understands he doesn't understand really anything else in in technical terms it just means these are the lines that would be set to high the ones are the lines that are set to high the zeros are the lines that are set to low voltage and that is how anything really happens on the board some voltage is high some voltage is low and the rest is just, you know, stacking a lot of them into this massive grid until, you know, your brain blows up. Anyway, if you want to convert other numbers, you could uh, type the respective prefix in front of them. So if I wanted to know what uh, 2D is in decimal, I could just type string 2D and then the same thing would happen. It would tell me it's plus 45 in decimal. Great, let's have a look at OBOO in the disassembled view and uh, change this line here where we're going to um, compare the X register to however many characters we need to print out. So in our case, that was indeed 2D. Well, let's make it 2E actually. Let's print one extra. And you can just overtype that in MOCOO. Let's just have a look what that looks like here. Perfect. It starts with the carriage return OD that's up here. Then these are all the ASCII characters for the box and for Hello World. And it stops with one carriage return, but I'm going to add another one here just because you know I'm one of those neat freaks that 
you, know, you don't want to socialize with basically. And uh, once we've done that, we're going to go back to basic and call this thing from basic again, go with bank 15 and go this, do we remember this? 28, 16, I believe. Hello world in a box. This is awesome. Let me show you one other thing quickly before I leave you alone. Uh, in the disassemble view OBOO, we can replace the last statement RTS, which means return from subroutine with a break statement. And if we do that, then we can actually call it from the monitor here and it won't cause a syntax error. So let's, let's try this G F O B O O. Oops. O B O O. And there's hello world in a box and we go straight back to the monitor. So every time you enter break command, it'll go back to the monitor and an RTS would usually return you back to basic, at least on the Commodore 128. That was it for today. I hope you found this entertaining and helpful. Uh, if you liked this video, of course, share it with friends, family and total strangers. Tell everybody, hey, Jay can write hello world in a box in machine language. And now, now you can do that too. And um, uh, if you uh, if you want to subscribe to my channel, that would greatly help me out. Also consider supporting me on Patreon and enjoy the benefits of a mention in the end credits. It'll be one of those perks that you're not going to want to miss. I will bid you adieu for now and I will see you next time. Take care. Bye-bye. Happy hacking.